Welcome to Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy, where we talk social media marketing, all things business, and inspiration. And now your host, Alaska Tracy. Welcome, everybody, to Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy. We are episode 16. So excited that you're here to join us. I have a very special guest joining us all the way from Tampa, Florida, Debbie Ashley. Welcome, Debbie, to Biz Vision. Thank you, and thanks for having me on here, Tracy. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. We're going to call Debbie the new Zoom platform uh, <laughs> expert. That's what platform we're on recording this. And oh, round and round. Anyways, Debbie's like, it is coming from your end. I'm like, oh, it is half an hour later. So thank you for helping me troubleshoot my own platform. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so Debbie is an online marketing expert. And I'm going to let you share a little bit about what you do, and, and really what I'd like to hear from you, Debbie, is what, what your purpose in life is, what your vision was in creating your business. Can you, can you share that with the audience? Sure. Well, interestingly enough, my vision actually um, created itself when I came online. I, I come from a 20-year professional background where I typically worked with the majority of women um, and just like in marketing, I've come from a 20-year marketing background. Um, so when I got to the online space, and I have I've had about two businesses before, and it was always just a, on a part-time basis. And this time I came online and I wanted to really help a lot of small business owners to market themselves and, and to um, you know bring awareness to their brand. And I just went for it and, and said, I'm doing this full-time. So I was on the online space. Of course, being new on the online space, it's a little hard to adjust and figure out, you know, how to market yourself and how to really stand out. But of course, I finally got it. And then I started noticing a lot of women who were, of course, brilliant at what they do, but they stayed small. And I think a lot of the reasons that, you know, we as women or, or people do that is because, um, you know, you have that little fear factor where, you know when you're, whether your, your career, you've always been good at what you do and you come into this area, it's almost like the first day of kindergarten. You come into this area and you have no idea what's going on, so you kind of shrink back. So I've noticed that with a, a few women and that's where my, my um, vision beca began to take shape because I've noticed even some women and they send me private messages so I know this to be true, that there are things that they don't agree with, but they just sit back and they don't say anything because they don't want to ruffle feathers mm -hmm. or they don't want to be seen as impolite or mean. Mm -hmm. So now my vision is, and I use this hashtag, not as much anymore, but I used to use it a lot, own your voice. Oh. So I like how, yeah, I like to help women to understand that if you show up as you and you have, like you own your voice, you tell your truth, you be yourself, you can at least, you can, you can get success that way. So that's my big vision. That is wonderful. Own your voice. So encouraging it, predominantly women business owners. Yes. Yes. Okay. Women. Initially when I came along, I said I'm working with both, but I knew like for me, I connected of course with those women who only because I'm very, you know, if you see me online, I'm very outspoken um, and I talk my mind. So a lot of the women who don't, they're attracted to me just because I guess I'm kind of like that sounding board that I say some things that they wish they could have, they could say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I mostly just work with women now. 
Okay. And, and when Debbie and I connected, we connected on a uh, group. I think it's, the, what was it? The, um, I always forget that group. Huge group. Well, I, yeah, I think someone, someone tagged you because I put on my page that I wanted to do some interviews and someone actually tagged you. Um, yeah, and then we went back and forth, and and right. you know, for me, it's it's always a um, oh, I'm always uh, always working through the fear of oh my gosh, she does what I do. Why would I interview her? Blah, 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 my head, the head mm -hmm. chat, and then I have to remember that my purpose in life is to help others grow and live rich, meaningful lives, and if that means that Deb can offer you something to help you and you can hear the message from, from Debbie, then great, then I'm helping you. So what would it look like for a client to come to you? Um, like, first of all, what are your client, what, what predominantly are, are they? Are they, um, they're small business owners, but when they come to you, what is their pain point? So there, most of the um, people who come to me, they were just like who I was, where they were either nine to fivers or uh, corporate people who always been brilliant and successful at what they've done. But then they come online and because it's such a different dynamic, they have um, no idea how to really stand out and a lot of times obviously when we work for other people we do our work and we you know we, we get success and and we get seen by just doing a great job but when it comes to owning your own business you have no idea how to market yourself because a lot of times too you don't know you know you don't really know who you are mm -hmm. uh, so i actually help them to stand out as an expert because to me being an expert being a specialist is what really gets you paid the level of money that you should when you're you know when you've done this for a long time so I help them to kind of stand out in front of their audience and have their audience understand that the solution they offer is a solution um, that their client, their potential client really wants. And then what, what do you do, one-on-one -on -one coaching or? Yeah, so I do, uh, I'm more of a strategist, so I do one-on-one, -on -one, um, it's a blueprint I do. So they tell me what their ultimate goal is and who their target client is. We do a bit of research and we meet weekly um, over Zoom. <laughs> And I give them all the steps that they would need from, you know, let's say step one is to do research and understand the pain points. So I give them all the steps that they would need to finally show up as an expert and be noticed. And a lot of the work I do is through content strategy, since that's really big in the online space and developing the know, like, and trust factor. Very, very good. And how long uh, do they usually work with you? Six months, three months? I do have a, uh, have a 12, I have a, um, just a regular one-off program where there's one solution. They work with me on that. But my main program is a three-month program. I had it four weeks before, but I realized you, there's not a lot you can really get done effectively in four weeks. So within three months is when you start to see like, you know, huge changes. So um, my three months is my, um, the longest program I have. Okay. And, and back to you. As you are going along, how long have you been in business? In the so I've, I've had this business for two years. I before that I worked. Um, I've I had two other businesses. Well, one is one is still going. I have an online hosiery boutique. Believe it or not, a pantyhose boutique. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting because it's it's one of those things. You know how you know we can complain a lot about things we don't have or we 
we something's wrong and if we don't come up with a solution it doesn't really matter right so that's how it came about with my online hoji business i'm going to tell you an interesting story to okay, we should have told it we should have spoke about it beforehand but now this anyway, is good. So, um so i have the online hoji business i when i first um i was still in corporate america at this time and I, I'm from England originally. I was born in England. I went to visit my cousins for the summer. And of course, in England, everyone has those fabulous tights and everything's so beautiful. So I was saying, I, don't, I, can, I can never find anything this, this wonderful and, and this trendy in, in New York even. And they said, well, why don't you just, um, you know, and the conversation, of course, was extensive. But they said, why don't you just open, a, open up a story? You can't be the only one who who has that issue. So yeah, it was a three-month vacation, sorry, a three-week vacation in England. During that time, I sourced all the potential fabulous pantyhose um, manufacturers. I got in touch with them and I started a website. But here's the interesting twist. So there's this trend, <laughs> I'm not even sure what you're talking about on your show, but there's this trend um, for men who wear tights, but it's really, and you see athletes do it. So it's really compression type tights. Uh -huh. Or it's really men who under their, um, and it's probably, it's going to be big in Alaska, but it's probably big in Alaska because of the weather. They don't want to just wear their pants or not talking about jeans, but pants. Uh -huh. um, it helps them to keep warm, obviously. So um, this was before Facebook happened. And I was, um, you know how you can Google, you can do a Google um, alert. And if yeah. something comes up about yourself, so you can get an email. So I think I did something about pantyhose or even I put my, the name of my company and I saw a forum where they, I don't know how they found my website. It wasn't complete, but they talked about a new company coming along that says tights. And I had one tab that said for men, but it was only going to be socks. So I went to this forum and, and the guys were talking about it and they said, I hope that this person has actual tights for us because not a lot of companies did it. So two weeks before I launched, I put it up there, and the first week I sold like five thousand dollars. So it became. Oh my gosh! I know it's crazy. So that's yeah. a wonderful story. Exactly. Yeah, and um, I even I was picked up by the New York Times surprisingly because obviously it's a story, right? Yeah. So I was picked up by the New York Times um, just from being really unique and having hosiery for men. So. Wow, that's wonderful! And uh, Alaska. I mean, I wore I wore tights in the summertime. I mean, oh wow! Okay. I wore um dip netting last week. I had tights on. I mean, tights, nice. tights, and extra tough boots. You know what those are? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <I> no, <laughs> the thick like hiking boots, right? Um, they're rubber boots, uh -huh. and they're like really made to stay uh, dry for wet. Oh. You know. Wow. But now Extra Tufts has made all these women's fun boots. I'll send you a photo. Anyways, okay. it's not a coincidence you just told me about your, your tight business because they're huge up here. So Interesting. Right. Um, I, I wonder for the men, too, because I remember this is when I lived in Atlanta. The, um, when my mailman, of course, you know, um, old school mailman, now they drive, they just drive and they just deliver in your box. But the mm -hmm. old school mailman kind of like walk around. Right. So right. He knew what I was selling. And I was like, you, you really should try a pair. Of course. He's like, what? And the next week he said, these are absolutely, they like made a big difference for him. So. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how many men up here wear them because yeah. Yeah, it, it layers is everything up here, you know? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's really cool. So. 
when I guess this leads to the next question as you're going along in business Debbie mm-hmm. and you're uh, trying to attract clients and grow your business what bumps what obstacles have you hit and how have you overcome them let's see initially my biggest obstacle just coming from the corporate world is the language that i used and it doesn't not having it connect with my um, potential client mm-hmm. um i was very rigid in how i spoke and you know the corporate not really legalese but the corporate um speak um of course they weren't connecting with that so the biggest thing that i had to overcome and you know that's what i have a lot of my clients with is really being able to connect with your um with a potential client, not just the fact that you guys, you, you know, and you like each other and you engage, but the content that you put out and the language that you speak, even though it's English, the language that you speak has to be exactly how they say things. Um, so you already know this, Tracy, like there's some words that they use online and you would never hear about it off and on, you know, I mean, you know, out and about like that. They, we, we use what? No, KLT factor, which is no like and trust. And people really rarely use it. And then there's other words that like mindset. I remember, you know, just even in the business world, I never really remember hearing the word mindset, but that's yeah. the big thing online. So no, uh, like and trust. I like that. Yeah. So how have you overcome these obstacles? Um, just knowing that, you know, really paying attention. So it's really paying attention, being in the different groups, seeing how people describe their pains. And then when, and even, even getting on the phone with people. So when you get on the phone with people and you ask them what their biggest struggle is and they describe it to you, putting out content, describing it that same exact way. So when you have those days when you just wonder what the heck you're doing and you just think this isn't happening fast enough, I'm not, whatever, the head chatters really loud. Exactly. What do you do on those days, Debbie? What do I do? I, I give my, I'm, on a, I'm online a lot, so I just give myself a break. Typically, half a day will do it because then I, you know, I'm like, oh, I need to get back on the horse. Um, so typically, if I'm not doing anything online because there is a lot of that um, noise, especially when I know I should go live a particular day. And although I'm very good at, on live video, like right before you go live, there is that little voice in your head that suppose someone doesn't come on, suppose no one wants to hear this, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I go on anyway and I, I kill it, so it's fine. But, you know, for those days, I, I do some meditation, actually, so I'm really getting into it. I've never journaled before. That's another thing. When I was offline, I never did. So I journal and I do some meditation. And by the time I do the meditation, everything is beautiful again. Good. Yeah. So Just, what is your definition of success? My definition of success, I think everyone obviously has their own. um, Mine's not necessarily the materialistic things. It's living life on your own terms. And of course, you know, for you, you, you're by, you you have these beautiful mountains that surround your home. That's living life on your own terms. For me, it's being able to work with and being able to choose who I want to work with and how I want to work with them and the impact I want on their lives. And then being able to also say, it's Saturday evening, it's Sunday, and I'm not bothering to get online, and I don't have to. So nice! <laughs> what a sweet life, isn't it? Exactly, I love it. And it doesn't matter, like, you know, obviously when you come from the corporate world, you're like, oh, I have not made the same amount of money I used to make. But to me, that the exchange in 
the joy that you feel from helping others and the, your lifestyle, it's priceless. Yes. What's been your biggest reward so far in your online business? My, it's always the work that I do for the client. So it's, it's never like, and I know this kind of sounds like cheesy, but, and it's never really been about me. Um, because you know, I, I've been doing this for, like I said, for 20 years. So I've worked for the companies. I've had my success. I've, I'd have had the money, whatever, but being able to help clients who never thought they would reach certain goals, seeing that. And I've, funny thing is I've never been one for accolades, but now it feels so good. <laughs> good. See, you're like the perfect biz vision podcast guest. Oh, thank you. Sometimes I feel like it takes, as I'm doing these interviews, 10 to 15 minutes to just get to where we just got. Really? <laughs> nice. Yeah. I went, around, I and went around the block, huh? That's it? <laughs> I went around the block to get to where we well, are. But doesn't it, I mean, in business, in life, in, in relationships, it's, it's hard to trust right away. And there's yeah. so much noise and there's so many people trying to get each other's attention mm -hmm. that, and really in life, I mean, you meet somebody for, for my experience has always been the people that want to be my friend and they call me all the time and I'm like, Whoa, whoa slow down. Right. But, Overwhelming. Right. But the relationships that take time to build our trust and they're the ones that I cherish. So mm -hmm. doing a 20, 30 minute interview, right. With a complete stranger, it's going to take time to, well, who is she? Who is she? Who? Right. And then the questions I'm asking. So it's, it's been my experience doing these interviews that it takes each person 10 to 15 minutes to kind of go to kind of get to their core and right. their real purpose in life. And and yours is genuine and, and right. It's not about the money for you. It's about helping people, helping yeah. people to see their worth, right. And their exactly. value. And, and also helping because I, I, I'm, I attract, I should say, I attract a lot of intuitive types, mm -hmm. the big ongoing thing. And I'm not sure where this came from, but the big ongoing thing in their head is a, um, can't serve others and still be wealthy, still have that money. So I also like to let them know that, yes, you can, you can serve as, you know, your vision and what you're on earth to do. And you can have a lifestyle of your dreams. And, you know, a lot of people will, um, they won't discuss that they want to have the money and they want to live in the mountains and they want to have this, but you know that, <laughs> you know, when right. someone wants that. Right. So, um, yeah, I love to be able to help those who really deep down in their core, they do want to have the money to be able to spend and live the life that they want and, and get them there. And the money and getting people to that point of money, money, what is your number? What is your number? Like money creates um, a lifestyle where you can give. You can give. Exactly. <laughs> impact. Yes. That, that creates more impact. Yes. Yeah, what a cool deal. So can people find you? Um, where, where can they find you? Is it Thrivo Marketing? Is that where they yeah. find you, Debbie? I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I live on Facebook. So okay. Thrivo Marketing, T is in Tom, H is in Harry, R-I-V-O-O -O Marketing. Or if they go to Thrivo.com. But if they search on Facebook under either Debbie Ashley or Thrivo Marketing, they'll see me. And I see you're on Twitter. You have 
quite a few yes. followers. I followed you on Twitter. Thank you. I'm on Twitter under um, Thrivu also. Okay, so what is uh, Clear? K L E A R. Clear is actually it's an online research platform that rates who's like I guess it's like your remember um, back in the days I'm like well yeah you're in the U S um, who's who of corporate America or who's who of yes. universities. So yeah. Clear is one of the platforms that does the who's who of um, social media online or social media. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised when I found that and I was uh, an influencer, right? <laughs> right. And that's why I'm asking Debbie, because when I went to her Twitter account, I saw social media influencer dash clear, K-L-E-A-R. And I was like, oh, what's clear? I've never heard of that. So what I'll do is put all your links in my show notes um, for this podcast so people can get a hold of you. Uh, if they want to work with you or if you just want to follow Debbie and uh, be attached to her awesome energy. Yeah. Really good Thank energy, you. Debbie. Thank you. You're a fabulous host, so it's easy. Oh, thank you. What a gift this has been. Um, I know. So I look forward to staying in touch with you, Debbie. And as always, I thank all the listeners for joining in today to this episode of Biz Vision. And please remember to click the subscribe uh, button on iTunes or uh, follow on the podcast so that you can hear more goodness. Thank you so much for joining in and have a wonderful day. <laughs>